Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. This game is played in my homebrew setting, but that really won't make any difference because really the target is the Riptide. So the premise is you four, five, six, you guys are going to be tasked with a mission. And I like to I like to do RP. I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but I might ask you questions and let you fill in the blanks. Did you pick one? That's so I like to see how people react. Like Pick one. So, wow. Way to put on the spot. If, it's a, if that makes you uncomfortable, let me know so I can avoid it. But, uh, Sorry, um, I'm on the I, right now. Pushing out a So, you're kind of like, I'm in the my mindset is. Ask Gideon, I'm always in his face. Do you need this? I just grabbed the GM's kid on the way up and I'm like, I need dice. So, Barrett is new to 5e, but not new to D&D. Trace, have you? Yeah, I already have my main character and everything I'm ready to go. Nice. May I, may I take a look? Or? I, yes, please. I am a fighter. Oh, thank okay. God. Because I'm playing no. a cleric, I was like, I, I am don't a row. I am a swashbuckler. You're a swashbuckler, okay. I am not a standing front fighter. <laughs> You're a fencing That's right. I'm a fencing <laughs> geek that runs around in a major pinch. I should probably ask one of Who's picked what so far? So you know, what's I went for level uh, two and fighter. Location with it. Okay, two and two. And she went with the player. Oh, just because, just because I never I get a chance enough to. Have a day. Oh, oh, you want my reading glasses? That's a good class. No, I'm serious. They might help. I know because you can play bard as a row. You can play bard as you know. I use the enchanter basically. You can play them. You can even play them as a fighter. Yeah. Straight up, this. A swashbuckler. Very cool. Very cool. Blaze. This is actually a very good bard, by the way. What the hell? I like when the first, no I, I like the first item on the thing is disguise kit. Well, every party you've ever been in, no one wants to be in the front. Ooh, thank you for these spell selections. First level, I have access to cure wounds, heal words, sleep, detect magic, thunder wave. My second level, my second circle of spells is invisibility and silence. Nice. You are level four. Mm-hmm. Level four. Take that. Feet road. 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 Road.
Deep throat. Great. First thing I saw, I'm like, you know what? Miles always pick a character you're gonna hate. <laughs> I will. I will hate it. You steal anything, I will be cutting your throat. Cause I know. I was like, what character will be the most I despised? Was <laughs> I was captured by pirates, and I hate any type of thieves. I will cut your throat if you try to steal from my friends. That's okay, pirate. Sailor, I I've been all my sailing days. I love these traits. I love a good insult. You can direct it at me. Don't you worry. I'll for nothing less than perfection. David, do you realize there was already a deity assigned to this pre-champ? Yeah, it's... I printed them off of tabletopping.net. I'm just letting you know. Done, so. so, I can't, uh, I don't know if this is huh. E-Mater e or uh, Y-Mater or... It would be Il-Mater. Il-Mater. That's funny. Which everyone is. <laughs> Sorry. Somehow I'm waiting to be impressed by you, by the way. That's written with multiple ellipses. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Do I, in case you need it. Thank you. Beauty. When I perform, I make the world better than it was. I'm a hermit, thanks. Well, you were until we dragged you out of hermit. Right? Exactly. <laughs> right. Herbalism. So the premise is that, that you're part of an elite team that is being trained in this empire, and you're going to be tasked with going to get this thing. And I will deliver that shortly. But in the meantime, Familiarize yourself with your characters, and then uh, we'll let you time to introduce as we get in. I was following your RPG Day questions because I did. Oh, uh, they were fun this year. But yeah, RPG Day, I think, is just a fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we're going to be starting since like, today's October 1st, uh, Drawtober. Basically, it's almost like an RPG day where it's for artists of drawing a picture for each day of the month. Well, I'm not an artist, and I don't do drawings, so. That would be See, I'm be just so, so into the sketching. It's like, how can you have a negative on something? That kind of sucks. What's your negative? I have a negative to one to strength and charisma. You have a negative one strength? But I'm you want it to be tiny. I'm a human now. <laughs> that just means you're not very martial arts. When you were a hermit, I, I you, get that. You, you could be martial arts hell, but... You emaciated yourself when you were a hermit, you didn't eat anything <laughs> yeah, for a long time. Yeah. So you now you're kind of like this shriveled old little... In d, &D you I've can't really have a, a vegan charisma, not style diet. Charisma. Yeah. <laughs> just walks over and everybody starts getting angry. Just, <laughs> you just... You either stink so bad or I walk in the room. Everyone just wants to just walks out. You're so you're so emaciating. You just sit down at the bowl, and people immediately start giving you alms. <laughs> <laughs> you put someone and it heals them. <laughs> oh. I need my healer just in case. I have a feeling we might be a funny group. All right, so everybody got a name, and we know Blaze does. You know my name. I'm just thief. What? I think I misspelled thief. There. All right, <clears throat> I lived to the use. I should be in the bar. Oh, I'm going to be famous. You're going to know my name. <laughs> well, let's go around the room. Go ahead and do the introduction, please. Well, let me get started here. All I right. got an intro. We could begin in the mountains of the Great Kvarsis, fighting off an undead siege on the ancient complex of Dark City. Or we could be fighting devilish hordes with the companions of Erin Dioran and Fornax as they rescue the royal offspring of Athar Ordenar. Today, our story begins in the centuries-old capital of Galioth, 
the imperial seat of the ancient empire, the Sephiroth Imperium. Located south of the Elstowai Mountains, overlooking Butcher's Bay, this walled city is the divine seat of Grand Sephiroth the Undying, who rules with an iron fist. Considered the enlightened, as they were the first to rediscover magic after the darkening, and once the home of the Great Convocation. In this grand city, there are too many districts to name, but in such an overpopulated city, the wardens of Gallia still claim to maintain law and order in the city proper. We find ourselves in the military district, a sprawling complex network of buildings, parade grounds, and warehouses where the bulk of the Empire's soldiers are trained and housed. As the picture paints itself, we hear a rhythmic tapping of, a wood, of wood on stone. We're facing five soldiers standing at attention in front of a plain wooden desk in a sparse, organized office where a man is sitting leaned back in the chair with his back to the soldiers as he taps his vine cane to the rhythm of a song in his head only he can hear. As we pan forward, we see the man in the chair is wearing a bright red cape, black of his tarugas lay on his shoulders fringed with red and white tassels and a contoured leather chest piece is comfortable yet ready for battle. His face is worn and a scar runs across his throat. He is tanned skin stretched over fairly muscled frame. Centurion Hampus is his name. He is overlooking the parade ground and seems to be humming something to himself. There is a sudden slapping sound as if a fresh carcass strikes the ground from the parade ground and Hampus wraps his cane as he snaps his fingers to which you hear the booted feet dragging something away. He stands slowly, favoring his right leg, turns to look at the soldiers waiting for him. Starting on my left, because I'm feeling sinister today. <laughs> you right. feel the heat and the humidity in the air and the smell of leather on, and oil on, is in the air. What do you look like? You are. Uh, my name's Aldron. Um, I used to be a professor, and I taught arcane art. Imperial schools, and along the way, I kind of realized that everybody around me decided that uh, they just weren't smart enough to really be teaching people. And I uh, enlightened quite a few people to the fact that they were unintelligently focused on the wrong things in life. And uh, I ended up resigning my position and pursuing knowledge uh, in a first-person aspect. So, yeah. And um, you know, decent height, average, uh, high elf, and uh, a little bit of a slight build. I really kind of like a tall whiskey um, aspect. I would blow away if there's a strong wind and um, very sharp features not really a lot of meat but it's a, it's really kind of like um, if you were staring at somebody that was cracked out of like uh, I want to say like flint like it was like chipped away so really really sharp and um, just I have these like beady eyes instead of like normal like kind of straightforward eyes and it just, I don't really come across friendly, ever. It's more of just a, you know, I always seem like I'm judging people. 
I look like I could be your brother, even though uh, no one knows me. I have a very similar figure, but sharper eyes. Aside from that, you really don't need to know anything about me. I've done my crimes, I've tried to atone, but it's more fun not to. And for that reason, I have gained a uh, infamous name in many parts of the world, so I just like to call myself Thief, because that way no one has to know who I am, and I don't have to take that name anywhere. Either, right? Yes, I, people I do care about, I hold closely. However, it's not like I to hold everyone dear. And if I do not hold them dear and they cross me, I will cross them. That would be so. Next. Next. My name is Tiffany. I am a cleric. Of course, I I serve Ilmater in all things. I was living in a wonderful commune, and then the leader of my commune just said something so profound, I just felt the urgency to go out and share it with the world. And, you know, I just, I am here for the greater good of the world. I have nothing but the best interest for everyone around, but if you cross my commune, I will put the hurt down on you. But then again, you know, I just got to remember I'm here for the greater good. So I, I you know, I've got to bring balance to that. But unfortunately, I found that coming out into the world, I've come to realize I enjoy the luxuries of the world a little too much. And so I have to, you know, rein it back in every now and then because, you know, a little too much is not very good when it's, you know, in the service of Ilmater. So, yeah, that's me. Oh, oh, what do I look like? Oh, I'm just, you know, your average height human female, you know. Um, I'm really nothing, you know, remarkable to look at. I just have, you know, the, the brown hair, the brown eyes. You know, I'm just plain and, but, you know, like I said, I've, I've got things to tell you about Yelmater, and they are wonderful, and you will love them as well. Excellent. <clears throat> My name is Blaze. I'm the bastard child of my mother and my father, an elven and a red human. They gave up on me, sold me into being a sailor on a ship. I was a sailor, a little sailing boy, until my ship got captured by pirates, and I had the choice of being a pirate or not. Well, it was either life or death at that point. So, I took joy, life, and the crew, they suck. I hate cutthroats. Anytime I see one, I will cut their throat. Anybody that tries to steal from me, I will do worse things than you could even possibly think of. I hate thieves. I go around, and if I see one in a bar trying to steal someone else's I would just chop off their hand, no questions asked. That's who I am. I need to, I'm dirty. I am not pretty. I smell. I wish I could get a bath, but there is no time. Would you? This is the first time I stepped in port off that ship I was on. They finally didn't want me there anymore. I 
killed too many of their own. Because they kept on stealing from me. That's it. My name is Memdum. Entertainer by trade. World famous arcane bard by destiny. I am here to enjoy good insults, good cheers, good times with my friends. I am here to make your life more beautiful. I am a gorgeous goatee sporting half elf of average build, very wiry, but not, not, not lacking in any strength. And you know that I love a good insult. I love distracting my friends from other friends' situations that they do. In case my see thief doing something, I have no problem distracting our fine fencing friend by Don't saying... Don't worry, I'll cut his throat too. <laughs> Show me some of your amazing swordsmanship. <laughs> Slice this apple in half. <laughs> I roll the 12 plus my attack would be 15. It's last. You As actually a rolled a 4. <laughs> oh, yeah, see it? There it is. I don't know what you see there, but I saw 15. Oh, what it was, a 12. What did I have there? 9? Okay, there you go. Mimdown? Mimdown? Yeah. It's an oldie but a goodie name that I've used for many bars. Gotcha. They're always the same knave. Same. And by the way, <laughs> and by the way, you can't hire me to help swoon a lady for you. Sarah knows that. <laughs> I don't need your help, swoon. You can also pay me to insult someone for you, too. Here's all my money. <laughs> so, campus begins. Have you absolved yourselves of the quality issue? Who will lead you? <laughs> These brave folks before you do not need a leader. They do not need someone to lead us into battle. We wear a united front. Chaos it is. But you can put my name on the charter if you must. Okay. To protect their reputations. We're going to succeed because I need to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. The target is in the Erebus Harbor, a Carrick-style ship named the Riptide. You are to bring me the contents in the cargo boat. The wardens will not know who did this. This is to be another routine theft in the Erebus. There's not much more to it than that. I wouldn't call it a theft, but I call, would it not be a returning of stolen goods? My dear friend here has an issue with thievery. This was more of a reclamation. Right. I, I because the privateer vessel, the Riptide, well, we know what privateers are. Privateer is a dirty word for pirate by association. So they stole the items from somebody else. That's good enough. My dear friend, you can watch your blade on pirate blood today. <laughs> okay, he so salutes you. your intelligence. Nope, without any questions, and send you off. Now, familiarity, you're familiar with the city of Gallia, and so you can make your way to the harbor. The Erebus Harbor was the first harbor and is named after the first emperor. It's seen better days, it borders the underbelly of the city, and it's not uncommon to see nefarious characters making their way through the dock area at night. And that's where it, this adventure begins. It's the evening. It smells of fish, salt water, and tall buildings that have been built up way too high. So as you wind your way through the slum-like buildings to the harbor, you keep a distance from one another so as not to look like you're moving together. Or do you? I want to blend into the night. 
I'm just gonna walk straight down the, the middle of the road. Because honestly, like, I mean, I'm not like people are gonna look at me and be like, oh, there's a wizard. <laughs> it's not like I can like stand in the shadows and be. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. So I'm just gonna walk straight down the road. But I'm gonna um, to be honest. I'm not really comfortable with smells. I've spent my time in libraries and things like that. This is kind of like a new experience of, wow, people really do just like suck. <laughs> like, this is terrible. I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, some people should bathe sometimes. I know? agree. So. I mean, if they don't want to, it's okay. No. No, don't it's not. Did you hear what I said? It said, want, want to. Why do <laughs> don't have time? Of course, course you we'll I just got out of the ship. We'll get find out. Get out. Get out. Did you say something to me? You saying that in character? Of course. I say we don't have time. We just got a chart. We need to take care of this. We don't got time. We oh, don't have time. Can, can we take move one, on? Can we Let's take go. one quick stop at one of the local pubs? Just a slight detour. I do have holy water. They're gonna water. smell you, like from like. So what? I can smell you. You smell like perfume. You like to smell like a girl. How can we sneak uh, in? What kind of girl are you? Excuse oh, me. How can we sneak into an area oh, if God. the stench is? We're gonna play. The characters. We're gonna play right there. I'm gonna go crazy. What kind of person are you, gentlemen? May, might I interject the fact that if someone smells too much of perfume, they will not blend into the surroundings. Who said I was blending in? <laughs> but. To get into our How are you gonna get our ship? Thank you. You're gonna smell like a maid. They're gonna tell you get up the ship, so, you. Let me ask woman. you something. We need to get a fish or two on here. I, I we're apologize. We're having this, this beautiful conversation in the middle of the city streets. Can I? Here, wear my cloak. You smell half your. Uh, that takes away half my scent. I'm, I'm gonna attempt to oh, dodge your cloak because that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to I'm gonna lie. <laughs> look for someone who's possibly a out of work sailor. Okay. Yeah. There's probably a drunk. Buy him, buy him a drink and say, by the way, uh, you, sir, it is your lucky day. I've gotten a job for you on the Riptide. Well, okay. May I point out, how are we going to sneak onto the ship if he smells noxious? Everybody else on the ship smells noxious. I'm going to Everybody else on the ship smells noxious. for his payment. This brine. In three hours, I need you on the Riptide. You don't understand. You're a sailor. conversation. It's like two days. There's, you know, get back to the There's a street ball right. going on. <laughs> two days. Oh my God. What the hell is saying the crew? Well, I'm going to move on. Oh my God. In, in two bells, you have to be at the dock. for two days. Have you shaved? Probably not. You can't grow a beard. What are you doing about, baby? On that job, working on that ship. It helps me. Come on. By all means. What's the captain's name? Oh, my name is Mimdalman. Oh, Captain Mimdalman. I am captain of the Riptide. And I'm already getting my first... Your first two gold hey. advance of pay. <laughs> and, and do me a favor and bring whatever's left of the bottle so we can share a bottle on the ship. It's a good I, tradition. I'll, I'll do that as he turns and starts walking down the street to buy more beer. Like, whatever, <laughs> whatever he's drinking. It's a good investment, whatever the, the, the brew is. And is there a lady of ill repute in the house? Are you guys still on the street or did we... I was arguing. I'm wanting to buy a bottle of her best perfume from her. And I'm willing to pay oh, a gold coin for strong it. Strong and and probably yeah. whale gris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be, you know, in this case ten copper. So. I'll give her a gold coin because I'm generous and I want to be known for my generosity and 
Thank Maybe you. I'll come back later. <laughs> we'll be waiting. Okay, and then I'll come back out to the street conversation. Okay. Now, have we settled this? Uh, oh, what? I've taken a couple steps away. I'm sorry. So, so this this whole so, conversation was kind of just. So, yeah. So he's just he's not like, like a sailor. Been to sea. You've never been. I stepped aboard a ship. Have you? Uh, of course not. Well, then, well, how do you know what the big deal is about smells? My God, you get on board the ship, they're going to smell twice as bad as me, my friend. That twice as bad. I am going on the ship. Well, that's good, that. I'll be looking. Point of inspiration for everyone. Great, great RP. I love the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I see we're great on the ground, so yeah. I lay in it, and I'll My friends, do not smell your nose despite your face. We must continue on quietly down the street. Two lefts do not make a right. As he starts to... <laughs> but three do. As he puts perfume on as, Yes. <laughs> Just, as a little spritz. Does the light hand that? Or? Uh, no, yeah. then I freaking whale his arm as soon as I smell it. Ooh. Will a 21 work? Well, it's contested if he wants to fight your Would you like arm, a perception? <laughs> yes. My perception. I'm glad to have a... Since I have passive... Oh, well, you definitely want to roll for it. Well, then I'm going to roll for it. 13 plus my 6 is 19. So you see his arm coming up, but you're not sure what he's doing until you feel something on the back of your neck as he does. Well, then I'm going to push him over. I'm going to okay. shove him really hard into the wall. <laughs> I'll stagger, put my hand against the wall, and laugh because, you know, well, we all know. And then I'm going to In about this, three seconds, the hell smell he smells a little better <laughs> because I'm with you there. <laughs> Well, then I'm going to jump into the river, because it smells horrible. Well, we're heading to the water. Well, I'm going to the water. What the hell? You're going to pour some poison on me? I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, all I know is it smells that girl over there and every little whore that smells it. I don't want to smell like no whore and be caught. So I'm going to jump in the water. But at least now he took a bath. No. No successful whore smells like that. No, no, no. I'm saying jumping well, in the water. You're close enough 17. that you can dunk yourself. I and jump in the water. I'm going to swim around for a while. I join him. Love, love. <laughs> Why are doing this? Since we're, we're not even going on an adventure, we're just going to argue with our mouths. So let's keep on I'm going to see if I can... Uh, are we close enough to where I can kind of get an overview of where the, the ship is? Well, you, you can see the ship from where you are. Okay. And the first is if you guys are going to start checking the ship to see mm-hmm. what... That's yeah, what we want to scout it out. I was yeah. going to start just saying so what we can we'll say. Go for perception then and whoever's taking Oh, wow. Them. I totally just clubbed that, but I got a seven... Oh, no, sorry, three. It's a ship. You saw it's a ship. <laughs> oh, it's this amazing it's, ship. Are you sure? It's a ship. It's a ship. It might be the right than you can. Blaze could probably give you a better idea, though. Mm-hmm. Forget it. I ain't telling you. Try it. I'm still swimming out in the water. <laughs> so, Blaze, are you going to dry off and go kill some thieves? Nope. I'm going to go over to the whore house now since you guys don't want me. Dark, dark. I'm gonna go in the bar. Hey, which one of you girls is on tap? You want to role play? Come on, let's role play, okay. you guys. You and I got out of the water. So now, he goes into there. the house. Of hey, which one of you girls are on tap? As he says that, I walk in and go, "Ho, dear ladies, my friend here is a sailor who has traveled the seven seas." And picked up twice as many diseases. <laughs> you may not wish to invest in his copper coins. <laughs> I add my own tone to it and say, I have sliced more throats than this bard. 
can sing about. He has no idea what kind of fables he's talking about. My stories go on and beyond, and my reputation is so too. I enter the bar with them, point to uh, Blaze here, and say, 14, the more the merrier. (laughs) 14? Is that the amount of girls you've mounted in your lifetime? My little lad? <laughs> oh, this is so fun. <laughs> and I tell everybody about it. There's a it ship- was a ship shape something over there. It's, it's ship shape. The fog, <laughs> the morning mist parted, and there's a fog, a ship shaped image in the fog. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a ship. Yeah. It could be a floating mountain. The ship is moored. It's actually a dinghy. Did somebody else want to try a perception to see if you can get a little closer? I'll do it. Can get closer okay. first? So I'll, I'll, make sure, it could have been, uh, I'll make sure at the House of Ill Repute to leave a few extra gold coins behind so Blaze is taken well care of. Excellent, excellent. And then we shall sally forth. Um, you might want to... Well, and this is up to you. I mean, you're trying to duck between crates mm-hmm. and stuff on the dock. and Stay so out on. of sight. So let me have a stealth check for me. Stealth? I like stealth. Oh, I got a 17. Natural 20. I am the knight. You like a cat. You're almost like a cat. I want to drag it into my friends who are bad at stealth. I'm sorry, what? That's right. I'm not not totally proficient with um, all these yet. Okay, so stealth's going to be down at the bottom. And you're probably just... Ooh, a whole 10. I am. I got 11 including my 5. Oh, okay. Well, you're moving a little slower, so you're you're gonna catch up. But um, and then a perception. If you could see me in the shadows, I cringe every time I hear them make noise walking. Ooh. Okay, nineteen perception. That's good. So you can see that there are my glasses. <laughs> my feet glasses. There are two bruisers at the top of the loading ramp, and you also spy a crossbowman up in the crow's nest. Uh-oh. With that perception, though, it Uh-oh. looks like at this hour, that's what's guarding the ship. That's pretty good. At least on the top deck. I'll uh, kind of. So I would imagine the crow's deck is up here. Crow's deck. Yeah, that too. And um, we'll say the loading ramp is this side. That side. I'll give them the skinny that there might be a drunk coming and two bells if you want to. I think Hang we back. should. I think we should wait. Hang back and scatter it out like a bunch of nice drunk sailors trying to keep warm from the cool mist coming off the ocean. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to see, let's see if I got it. Because <laughs> uh... you know that late night at the docks, you know, when that cold comes off the ocean. Mm-hmm. It gets into your bones, it does. And this is probably about September so, oh, you know, so you're nice I'm gonna pull out a nice parchment and a quill from my uh, scholar's pack. Okay. And I'm going to start just jotting down notes about the ship. Okay. Um, and describe the ship to me. Well, the ship. Other than what you see already. Right. So I mean, it's it's kind of an odd like culmination of different ship parts. It looks like it's been kind of like pillaged and put together. Um, the main mast looks like it's been snapped in half at one point and was like put back together. So it's got like big logs kind of like lashed around the bottom of it. And then like the, the sides, like you'll see like some of the older weathered wood is almost like a really dark, almost tar stained wood. And then you'll see some like brand new uh, 
pieces of wood that look like they've just patched over and you can see the fresh tar around it. Since they're important, they're probably fixing it up. And then, I mean, you got the normal stuff like nets and barrels and stuff like that. This particular boat, because it's a uh, merch, like it's almost, they basically are carrying cargo. Mm-hmm. They have these um, kind of like deck cranes, but they're done by purely by pulleys, except for the one in the back, like towards, probably towards the aft, like right here on the, the, uh, the closest side to the, the actual uh, dock. Is actually kind of a big one that has a counterweight that drops into the ocean and kind of pulls out the cargo. So you kind of see this like barnacle encrusted counterweight kind of hanging out off over the, the side there. Kind of a makeshift anchor. Yeah, it kind of works for both of them. Um, By the way, that was not some description. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so it's it's for me. I'm looking at it and I'm going, okay, well, potential weak spots for me that I'm seeing is that there are a couple of still like almost like wood rotted sections of the hull um, but other than that it looks like it's a semi floating conglomeration of wooden parts that makes sense I don't know yeah okay and there are a couple lanterns hanging okay, here so and there so it's not like bright but it's I'm not like... it's not well lit but it is not dark either the two third bruisers, if you will, are dwarves, actually. And you can see the two of them just talking back and forth, and every now and again, they looks like they're punching each other, you know, keeping each other busy, trying to stay awake. They look like they're possibly half paying attention, half trying to just amuse themselves with the board. <laughs> the whole getting through the, the day. Right. In this case, late at night. Do we want to just play like dice? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Yeah. Play the bones. Just that—that's a good way to get on. Are there any um, sailors on the actual dock itself? No, at this hour, it's probably about eleven o'clock at night. Okay. And while there's nightlife behind you in the, you know, the Slums. dock district, if you will, this poor area, <laughs> there are more, there are other docks, and of course, this being the older dock is the slumming dock. Okay. Well, I know we, we talked about this a little bit earlier um, out of character, so I'm going to kind of just jump out real quick. We were thinking about doing some sort of like audit. It's kind of late at night for that, but I could probably still swing it. Um, I think that's a good idea, but at the same time, we're going to need a lot of persuasion. <laughs> if it helps, I am plus eight to deception and persuasion. I think this would probably work. So I think I, that's what I'm... I'm I think well, we should wait until the drunk okay. approaches just to see what happens when somebody approaches. And then I think we should go with that ruse and see if Persuasion we can get on the boat. And then... Negative one? Uh, and then how many people okay. there are. Maybe come back tomorrow to actually get, take over. Did you, you just have like stuff. 50? Yeah, like one stack. That way we can kind of get an idea of what we're looking at and we don't have to worry about stepping into something. Ambush or something, yeah. Okay, so they have some good oh, ship defenses. Something. I mean, yeah. if there's traps, so like, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. So yeah, pretty much everybody cool with that. Just like, hanging back until uh, stats. Like, <laughs> yours are way lower, but I mean, look at this: fourteen plus one, fifteen plus three. Like, I got plus one there. So is everybody cool with hanging back and waiting for the drunk to come uh, get his new job? I like that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, just to be able to see what's going to happen. Yeah, at this point, approaches. yeah. Because if they're a shoot on sight type of crew. And we try to approach, and we get that bolts to the face. Now, if we want, I do have invisibility I can cast on somebody. 
So at the same time, somebody can get on the ship. That would probably be a great idea. Who? Because the how good how do good are you at stealthing? Plus six. Yeah, that's pretty good. Plus invisibility. Yeah. Because yeah. I can cast invisibility. So what we could do is we could have you go and like when the once the drunk starts to approach, yeah, and try to sneak on their. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if you could, like, sit climb the crow's nest and backstab the guy up there with crossbow, that would be awesome. That's what I'm planning on. That would be some awesome move, because that's the guy that's going to mess us up if we, if we get caught on deck. Right, and I mean, I have to, like, my furthest spell is Fireball, and I have to be at 120 feet. <laughs> it so. lasts up to an hour. Oh, that's beautiful. Seriously? Yep. That's going to be fantastic. Granted, I won't be doing any other casting until you break these abilities, because I have to keep them. No. Oh. Is there anything that would negate that spell? Uh, so, a creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it's on your person. The spell ends if the target attacks or casts a spell. Okay. So you can still do like persuasion and stuff like that and just talk for us. Yeah, as long as I'm not using another spell or taking damage. If I take damage, okay. I have to do a concentration roll. So we're okay. going to get the drunk guy to attract people in the ship. I'm going to sneak out of invisibility and then I'm going to back to the other crossbow. Yeah. No, once he does that, so, so that drops invisibility. Yeah, once this. once he backstabs the guy, he loses invisibility. Okay. Let's let's set this up though. We need some sort of signal to tell him to backstab him or just to come back. Because if we decide that we're not going to attack tonight, true, we're probably may want some more information. So yeah, we don't know anything about this. Yet. Um, that's what I'm saying. So does need... anyone have a light source? Um, light source. I, I have a lantern. You have a lantern. Okay. Once you kill the guy, flash us with the lantern. Okay. Because we can see it, and hopefully the ship can't, because it's the crow's nest. Hopefully. Right. And I'll reply back with, I should have the cantrip of light, so I can just make a coin glow. Okay. To respond that we see you with two, two, well, flash twice with the glowing coin to let you Perfect. know. I didn't it's see almost like we're, we're a coordinated group here. Yeah, it's amazing, no. isn't it? Yeah. Have you guys worked together before? No. No, no, no I mean. I mean, the thought was that technically you had. Yeah. Right. Well, yes. we're, we're, we're a group. Which is, we all have our own specialties. Exactly, we're specialists so, for the A team. Exactly. Yeah, spe- da, so you guys have I was like, who has the robot and the gold chain? Great reason why our, our fighter was um, new. Uh, our last fighter happened to trip and fall and um, took an arrow to the knee, so to say. <laughs> and uh, no longer is with us, we got a replacement. He didn't work out very well. See, I have 19 arrows. <laughs> But hopefully the Madam's Finest is taken care of. Exactly. Okay, you hear the bell. And there's just the soft murmur of the dwarves going at it. And the gnome peeking out in the crow's nest trying to be a part of it, but he can't because he can't be loud. Poor guy. It's a bad one. Every now and again you hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Shh. Shut up. I should have brought some rocks to throw. <laughs> Describe to me this drunk as he comes walking up on the dock. All of a sudden, since I am the bar, you see this guy staggering down. How dry I am. How dry I am. And he, he kind of leans because it's an old dock that's it's got some loose cricky boards. One of the board, you know, the little struts that come off the big poles. Shh. One the job, and this—he's got like wisps of hair and a bunch of teeth missing, and he comes just staggering. And at one point, he does the stagger, stagger, crawl, crawl. Extra bonus for anybody who gets the yellow bear reference. Yeah. <laughs> and shh, 
And then you realize he's just talking, talking to some crane rope supplies. <laughs> You're a good guy. And he takes a double swig and he's kind of doing this. And I'd like to think wobble. he actually walks by one of you and looks you directly in the eye, but doesn't even. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that he the wizard. I'm just like. Because obviously that doesn't belong here. Let's be drunk. his beer on one of my sucks to the holes. He's just like. Like he just does on this, he, he waves on one side of your head and then waves on the other side of your head and obviously you're a hallucination. <laughs> this was good stuff. Worth a gold coin. <laughs> Don't tell the captain I only spent one coin. <laughs> and he goes staggering up the gangplank and, you know, obviously getting people's attention of the doors, I'm assuming, because yep. this, this guy's obnoxious the... and he's the only thing breaking the, the <laughs> lapping of the ocean. Yeah. Nice you hear the, the gnome at this point? He and says, not one more step. Invisible. <laughs> I've been shooting longer than you've been alive, and I don't expect you'll be alive for long. I'm here to see the captain. <laughs> I brought him some of the best brew in the old port. <laughs> and the, the bruisers look at each other and by the way, when he walked by, I did slap the thief with invisibility. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't that. sure if you caught me when I said invisibility. <laughs> because my 20 from the shadows. <laughs> Fly the hand. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! So, <I'm> bored. <laughs> Frank and Tank, the two privateers. That's the nicknames, by the way. That's good they have got four of you on deck to protect the ship and two in the crow's nest. <laughs> You brought us some drink, then, I see. One, two, three, four, five. I might not have enough for all seven of us. Roll a stealth check if you're going to be, and it's an advantage because you're uh, uh, So roll 2d20 and take the higher. Okay. And hopefully, four. hopefully you don't roll a one and he smacks you with the Eight, <laughs> 14. Okay, that'll do it. Oh, thank God. You're able to <laughs> wind your way. Describe to us what it looks like. It's, he's at the bottom, they're at the top of the plank, and he's. you're going to wind your way past him. A so drunk who's waving his hands in the bottle in the air. There's like this really bad army crawl trying to not be seen. Who's who's on a gangplank who's doing one of these, you know, because of the shit. Yes, right? I'm just like... Uh, uh. And so I just feel this cold feeling on my head as he just dumps like a liter of beer on my head. Oh, it's Are not sure beer. It <laughs> it's not cold. Your hair might fall out. <laughs> just like you asshole. And then you're just like, what's going on? Luckily, they don't notice because I guess they're too busy. Checking what actually is in the, the, the beer. So the dwarves are actually walking forward, but it's about a it's a big gangplank. We'll say it's ten feet wide. So you're able to actually slip between the two of them with your roll, and they go up to the drunk. Here, and, buddies. And they take the bottle from him. And big toothless, toothless smile. <laughs> and the other one grabs him and just sort of pushes him off into the <laughs> into the drink <laughs> hey I'm not thirsty anymore <laughs> it's a notion of being I mean I'm 
think it's contested, but Bruiser <laughs> <laughs> basically just shoves him into the water and Don't takes the bottle and goes back up to the top of the plank at this point. And so you're on the deck. And we're morally justified killing these You hear this drunk making noise, and he's high-pitched, squealing, and... Uh, Somebody throw me a rope! I'm gonna drown! <laughs> Alright, so you're at the bottom of the, <laughs> the center mast, and you see a rope ladder. Okay, well, I was going to climb that, and with my amazing second story work. Oh, nice. I can just kind of peer on top of there magically. Not magically, but I can peer on top of there. It's sure. all about second story work. Just kind of walk up there, touch the ladder, and stop. Okay. It's not like we can see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm blind as a bat, apparently, because I always see these blurry shapes. But, you know. <laughs> you are Too much time is he hitting the books, man. <laughs> it's all nearsightedness. A rock gnome. He's rough. I mean, he's crouched. He's leaning over. He has his back to you. He's got like a couple wisps of hair on the top. It looks like he's probably seen a lot of uh, a lot of sun and twenty years, and he's just kind of scanning left to right. Can I give like a perception check to like try and figure out what I can out of it? Definitely. Okay, perception. Oh, they're all around. Eleven, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Obviously becomes olive oil arms. Oh, Fourteen. Oh, Fourteen, and what are you looking for? Just general, like, about him, what I can figure out about how tough he is. What can he take down? Um, he looks like a seasoned sailor, and to you, that could be, well, you are fourth level. He doesn't look like a big challenge. But he looks like he knows how to use that crossbow. It's gonna be not But it's good to be Jason somebody with a crossbow. Just saying, he's gonna <laughs> swing that around at you. You got a knife. The way he's testing the crossbow, it looks like that's an appendage, like it's part of it. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so. It's fast. Okay. Still, I mean, he's getting the blind side plus the yeah initiative. I mean, yeah. Surprise round, backstab, and then <coughs> initiative round. The other thing is like. My question is, since you're a thief, you can probably, like... Steal his bowstring. I'm, yeah, I'm looking, because I have sneak attack, and it's saying that I can... Uh, I think it's 2d6. On top of your regular damage. Yeah, I can... You do some you horrible stuff when you or attack or somebody. Uh, I don't think I'm dual wielding. Am I? I say no, no, I'm, I'm not. Because you can perch yourself invisible in the crow's nest but and pull out your dagger. What makes me wonder is that, like... It says if I have an ally with an ally within five feet, or I have an advantage in the wall. Yeah, you, you will have you advantage. Have advantage. Yeah. Definitely, you yeah. snuck up there. So if you were to strike on him, you would you would have advantage. Yeah, I do love the new how they've adjusted the sneak attack, so that rogues with a bow can sneak attack now. Yes. I've never used this before, but I really kind of like that I have it. But it only says I have an additional like damage, so I don't know how much additional that is. Well, it's additional. It's additional. It's, it's basically it okay? tripling your, your dagger yeah. damage. Yeah, it's okay. 2d6. A rogue nice. sneak attack is crippled. It should be under your weapons there. Yeah, yeah attack, sneak at. Yeah, sneak at. Okay, yeah, you know, I see. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, your sneak attack does crippling damage. I mean, you, basically, it's the you're the assassin who pulls the daggers out and shanks and whole kidneys. Yeah. And pulls or your daggers like out and the guy's dead before he knows it. Yeah, if you're trying to make it to where he's not even vocal. 
I mean, most of the time, it's like the, the vocal box will go in for mm-hmm. like a double hit. Yeah, go, go straight. So, just, just so at this the point, spot. you want to roll 2d20 to hit. Yeah. Because he is alert. 2d20. Thankfully, there's a drunk in the water. He's looking yeah. at 17 and 2. Okay, so you take the higher. 17. And add your bonus. Okay. Um, so you're right, using the sword? Right here, yeah. you should have your bonus so, already done for you. Plus 6. Yeah, attack bonus plus yeah. 6. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now roll your damage. Okay, then. So 6, 4, and 5. Nice. I get plus 4 for one of them. So, so it's 19. Describe to me how you kill this guy. Brutally. <laughs> okay. Just take this thing, jab one into his throat, the other one into his, like, stomach. Then, like, have... <laughs> Sneak attack is two, so I take the one that's stopping and stab him to his heart after that. Well, I mean, you get you would be using that's one attack. So mm-hmm. basically, what I see happening then is you probably started with the throat. Yeah. And then you just started. You grabbed him, like as you were because you knew he was going to fall. Yeah. <laughs> so you reached around him like this, and you just started sliding the dagger into him as you started humming. Because you're a killer. Yeah. <laughs> and to you, this is music. Just go this way. Just let it happen. Yeah. Player. As you <laughs> his mouth, and he just, you feel the slack jaw because the life is beginning to leave his body, and he's going to drop his crossbow. Roll me a dex check to see if you can catch it, because you're cognizant. And that's why you're good at what you do. Great. Well, we I would say this you. is sleight of hand. Slide oh, of hand. well, 25 then. Oh, yeah. So huh. at this point, you, you're you able to... Leave the dagger there. It's in his left hand, yeah. so you just... You Triple see him falling, you grab it, and at this point you just, you already have your sword in him, so he's propped up on that. So I would imagine you'd probably just lay him down into the crow's nest. Pretty much. Are there any crows there? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of worry. See, the cool thing is, is that Ka-ka! first blade pierce happened, that's when he becomes visible. It's the, there's an opening in the guy's chest. Yeah, just like... You see the knife just materialize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we don't see any of this amazing yeah. stuff I that I write I ballads about. I'm just kind of singing while I'm doing this. But she can imagine it, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, trust me. In, in the story that will be told, it will be embellished even further. <laughs> so, as my soft humming concludes, so what I... was your. Uh, yes. What do you do now? As my, one, of the, one of the three. As my soft humming concludes, I reach into my gigantic freaking backpack and take out <laughs> one of my many lanterns. His not bag of holding. <laughs> His not bag of holding. It's just big, bulky. <laughs> big camping bag. It's like, like you see the elf, out. and then it's and like, and then you oh, it looks wonder, like this. How can he be so stealthy? It's like, guys, it's just <laughs> like exactly. this. Wait. This is me. This is my backpack. <laughs> exactly. It's like... So I just take out my uh, hooded lantern. Oh, even better. Raise the hood hooded and let, even better. let the light just, show. Yeah, you, it's an aimed beam, so it's you're just shooting right where you know we're hiding. So I, I look towards you guys, and I uh, wave it twice and let you guys see the light. And that's a great place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And remember... Be careful out there. There be dragons about. But see, you can't just go and bombard the boat and go, okay, we're going to take it all. No, you got to build up to that to get onto the boat, you know. I figured if nothing else, the drunk guy going to the boat, we'll see what kind of defenses they have on the boat. That's what I, see, I caught onto that. And I was like, okay, well, at least might as well scope it out. 
I mean, yeah, the first exactly. time. Send a drunken sailor to, to check their defenses. Right? Exactly. Either exactly. a distraction for us to sneak on the boat from the water, or we can use the distraction to get on board, too. Exactly.